Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week. And this week, I want to talk to you about taking the lead. And actually, the topic of this podcast is, should you take the lead? Because maybe you shouldn't take the lead. (laughs) And maybe you should consider taking the lead on certain types of projects. Um, And let me give you some background on what I mean by this. I had a client contact me just last week, a client I've been working with for many, many years. And there's this project, this content project that's rather large, probably a bit larger than a a white paper. And it's been on his back burner for a long time. And I knew it. So I was prompting him about this project because obviously I'd like to be the, the one who writes this project. And he sent me an email back and he said, Steve, I want to move ahead in this project, but I really need someone to take the lead. So if you can take the lead on this project and essentially take it off my shoulders so I don't have to manage it, then I, I, I'm interested in moving forward if you can do that. And I am actually considering taking the lead on this project. So what is taking the lead on a project? Well, it's exactly the way it sounds. It's you are the number one person on a project. You are the, the leader of the team. You're the one who does the whole project and perhaps brings other companies and people in to help finish off the project. You're delivering the entire project. You're acting in the role of a marketing director for the project or a creative director for a project. Now, as a freelance copywriter, this is not a role that we freelance copywriters typically involve ourselves in. When you are a freelance copywriter, you are part of a team. You know, you are hired by a marketing director of a company, for example, and the marketing director is taking the lead. And she's bringing you in as the copywriter and she's bringing, you know, someone else in as the designer and she has a company that's going to do something else with the project and she's managing the entire project and she's delivering the the final result to her to her employer, to her company. Uh, And the same can be said if you work for an advertising agency as well, that the creative director that hired you is the person taking the lead. So you as a freelance copywriter, you're not taking the lead. You're simply part of the team, perhaps a very important part, but you're part of the team. You're a component of that project. You're asked to write great copy, but you really are not responsible for other aspects of the project. You may have some input. You may provide advice and ideas and areas of strategy. You may help the client review their their design drafts to see how it fits with the copy. You may have input in a lot of these different areas, but you're not in charge of the entire project. You're not taking the lead. And that's perfectly fine. I mean, that's how freelance copywriting generally works. Your deliverable is the copy. And I know a lot of highly successful copywriters with thriving businesses who all they do is deliver the copy and they never take the lead on a marketing project or a marketing initiative. They, they leave that to their client. Now, let me give you a couple of examples of taking the lead. 
Uh, one example, let's say, is a white paper project. Now, normally in a white paper project, the client will contact you uh, and you'll be doing the research and writing the white paper and you'll, you'll likely deliver the copy as a Word document and then the client is taking the lead on that. Whoever the client may be, the marketing director of a company or the business owner, they're taking the lead. And what they're doing is they're bringing in the designer, okay, and they're... Um, they're putting the project together. All you are doing is supplying the copy. However, if you decide to take the lead on that project, things will look very different. You are in charge of delivering the entire white paper project. And what I mean by that is that you're the one who not only does the research and does the writing, but you're the one that brings in the designer and makes sure that the cover design is great and makes sure the layout of the inside pages is effective. And you show this to your, your client for his or her approval. You may have to go back and coordinate with the designer and make some changes. You may even be involved in working with the client's web program or a web company to get it uploaded up on, onto the internet or maybe used as a lead capture device in their campaign. So you might have to arrange to have a thumbnail put on their, uh, of, of the white paper on their website. You may be involved in other aspects of the whole white paper program. You are taking the lead. You are the person people go to for questions. You are the person that's in charge of the project. In a sense, the designer, for example, would contact you if he has questions about the cover design or layout, that kind of thing. You're taking the lead. Um, another type of lead is what I call a campaign lead, where you're taking the lead in an entire campaign. Let's say a company is wants to get involved more heavily in social media and they have a Facebook presence, and they have a Twitter presence, but they really want to push it to the next level so they can generate more uh, inquiries and leads and brand awareness and whatnot on social media. So if you take the lead in that type of project, yes, you'll be involved in writing the tweets and the updates, just like a copywriter would do, but you'd also be involved in the whole social media strategy and figuring out what they need to say on their social media platforms. And you might be able, you might be getting involved with the designer so you can get the background designs done. And you might be uh, doing all sorts of things. You might, for example, be managing the analytics so they can understand how social media is working for them. You might need to summarize that and give it to the client as a report every month. In other words, you're managing every aspect of their social media marketing, not just the writing, but you're owning the project. You are quarterbacking the project. You are taking the lead on that project. You are the lead person. This is, this is not unusual these days. I find more and more copywriters are offering services where they are taking the lead on a project. Um, give you one example, um, a friend of AWAI's, Michael Katz, who's very well known in the industry as being an expert and email newsletters. He takes the lead on those types of projects. Um, I'm, you know, he, he writes the newsletter for his clients, obviously, but he also handles the setup, the uploading. He arranges for the email broadcast service. He, uh, you know, takes care of analytics and reporting. He does the whole thing, the whole thing. Uh, he manages their entire email newsletter program on behalf of his clients. That's what he does. He leads the project, okay? Doesn't just write the newsletters. Now, should you take the lead on a project? Is this something that you should do? And I want to reiterate one thing. 
is you never have to take the lead. You can do just fine being a copywriter and offering copywriting services and having your client take the lead or uh, you know the uh, agency that you're working for take the lead. You don't necessarily have to take the lead on a project because you can just offer copywriting services. But if you decide to take the lead, let me give you some pros and cons of taking the lead that you might want to consider. First of all, Let's look at the pros. Let's look at the bright side first. If you take if you take the lead on a project, it is easier for clients to say yes to you because they're getting a complete package. You're taking the load completely off their shoulders. I find this particularly um, uh, applicable to small business owners. If you're working with a small business owner, they're not professional marketers. So if you offer them a package where you are taking the lead on a project and taking it completely off their shoulders and you're doing everything, then that's, it makes it very easy for them. You're taking a load off their shoulders. It's very easy for them to say yes to something like that. Uh, to contrast that, uh, let's say you are offering, uh, let's say you, a small business owner wants a white paper. You offer the right to white paper, but they still got to be thinking about, okay, I have to get it designed. And I have to get it made into a PDF, and I have to contact the uh, my 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 web guy to get it uploaded on the internet, and I want a picture of it on my website. I have to do all this other stuff. In other words, the business owner has to take the lead. But if you decide to take the lead, you take all that off the business owner's shoulders. Well, it's easy for them to say yes to that because you're just taking it off their shoulders to getting a complete solution from you. Also, another advantage is that there's potentially more money. Now, be careful here because there's also potentially less money, <laughs> but there's potentially more money, uh, certainly a larger project income, because if you're taking every, over every aspect of a white paper project, you're doing everything. You're handling the design. You're coordinating with the web designer. You're doing all the stuff to deliver a complete white paper solution. Well, you can charge more for that kind of project, can't you? You can charge more than just writing the project. Now, be careful because there's some aspects of managing a project that traditionally pay less. You know, you, you can charge a premium for, for copywriting, but can you charge a premium for coordinating and making phone calls and going back and forth with a designer, which is more administrative project management in nature? Maybe, maybe not. Probably not as much. So you have to be careful how you price things when you're taking the lead. You could very easily end up doing many more hours work than you thought it would take. But potentially, you can make more money, in fact, a lot more money for a project. Also, another uh, pro is, you know, it's a more mixture of activities. I've heard more than one copywriter complain that, you know, they write copy all day and they, you know, they write for four or five hours all day long, maybe six hours. And it's tiring because all they're doing is writing copy. They're doing nothing else. Well, when you take the lead on a project, you're writing all the copy, but you're also doing these other activities. You're coordinating with the designer. You're completing an analytics report. You're doing this. You're doing that because you own the project. And as such, there's more variety. And you might like that change up throughout the day. And you might like that variety. And finally, it, you know, 
taking the lead on a project puts you in a different category, especially if you're working with business owners rather than marketing directors. They see you more as the person that provides the complete solution. Uh, you, they just put you in a, in, a, in, a, in a different category, someone who can do the whole thing, someone who's perhaps more of an expert at the entire project. So those are some of the pros. What are some of the cons? Well, there's only really one con, and that is, well, I think there's two. Let, let, me, let me give you the big one first, and then the other one, which may be a pro or a con, depending on how you like to work. Uh, the, the, the one main con is that this is a lot more responsibility, a lot more. Let's say, for example, you, are, you get a job to write a white paper. Well, you write the white paper the best you can. You make sure there's no spelling errors. You send it in, and you're done, right? You are done. If the, um, <clears throat> if, if the client gets a design that looks disastrous, you don't get blamed for that. You know, if, if, uh, if there's other issues with the, with the white paper campaign, you don't get blamed for that. You wrote a great white paper. You're, you're done. You don't have that other responsibility. However... If you, um, you know, if, if you take the lead on a project, let's say you take the lead on doing a print advertisement and, you know, you're, you're responsible for copy and design and, and, and coordinating with the publication and getting all the, the, the documents and files into the publication so they can run to ad. What if a mistake is made and for some reason they, the, the publication doesn't receive something by some due date and they don't run the ad? And it's an important ad, and it doesn't get run. Who gets blamed for that? You get blamed for that because you took the lead on the project. You're the lead person, right? Uh, so there's just a lot of responsibility there. If you're just writing the ad, you just write the ad, and you're done. Okay, so there's more responsibility. Higher income potential, but more responsibility. And that's something you might want to consider. You might like the extra responsibility, but you might, you might not like it. And the second con is complexity. Um, it adds a lot more complexity to the work that you do. Uh, let's face it, um, writing is one of the simplest business models there is. You, uh, a client needs something written, you write it, you send it in, hopefully he likes it, you send in your invoice, you get paid. It's the simplest business model on the planet. You couldn't sell pencils on a street corner and make it a more simple business model, right? So <clears throat> that is one of the allures of, of freelance writing and freelance copywriting is that it's very simple. When you take the lead on a project, it suddenly becomes much more complex only because you're doing everything. You're taking the lead. In a sense, you're, you're taking the role of the marketing director for that particular project. And you are handling everything. You're doing everything. And it makes your life a little more complex. Now, you may actually like that. You may actually get charged up by that. I know some people really do. Uh, you know, like the variety, like the challenge, like being in charge, you know, and, and they, they really get off on that. They, they like that kind of work. But if you like to keep things simple, then perhaps taking the lead on a project is not a good idea. So that gives you some ideas around taking the lead on a project. Sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't. You don't have to take the lead on a project. But if you do, 
you could, you could actually boost your income considerably and do some very interesting work and be very valuable to, to your clients. So let's say you want to do this. Let's say you want to take the lead on a project. What is a good action step? What's a good way to start? Well, what I suggest you do is to start with one small project. Maybe it's taking the lead on a white paper, which I kept mentioning throughout this podcast, where you're not just writing the white paper, but you're also handling the design and producing it as a PDF. That's a pretty simple project to take the lead on. Might be a good place to start. Or you might want to take over someone's social media activities and just do all their social media and take the lead on that. Maybe that's a good place to start. Because, you know, things it can certainly get very complex, but it's manageable for someone trying to get into taking the lead on a project. I don't recommend you take the lead on a major advertising campaign or a website project or something like that that has a lot of moving parts. Keep it simple and take the lead on a small project first. And then if you like it, consider doing more projects where you take the lead. Because like I said, you can become much more valuable and make a lot more money per project if you do. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success Podcast. I hope you found it helpful. And by the way, you can listen to past episodes of this podcast at b2bwritingsuccess.com. So I'm Steve Slomwhite. If you have any questions, tips, or topic ideas for this podcast, please reach out to me. You can find me at steve at steveslawnwhite.com. You can reach me right there. So until next week, have a great week with your B2B copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slawnwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.